created live on Fireside. Hi, everyone. How are you? My name is Juliette Hahn, and I am the host of YNS Live. And I also have a podcast called Your Next Stop, where I interview women that have followed a passion and turned it into a business. So how is everyone in the audience? So this will definitely be um, not a super long room. I just kind of wanted to touch on storytelling and hear what everyone in the audience, if people want to come up and share what storytelling to them means um, with this new platform of Fire side. I think it's really exciting to be able to have this platform where we can share stories, we can share other people's stories. And that is a huge passion of mine is to have, uh, when I do my podcast, it is really uh, a a form of storytelling because it is an interview, but it is the person sharing their story and on how they got where they are because of their life, you know, kind of a story. So I am excited for everyone to be here. If you guys and the audience have never been in the room, welcome. So Lily, I know you have Sarah. Hey, Sarah, thanks for always. And you have an amazing uh, story as well. So if you want to jump up, feel free. If not, totally don't worry. Robin, welcome. Julian, hey, how are you? Joanna and uh, Megan, I hope you guys are all doing well. So I wanted to, again, start this room and just kind of uh, the show just to talk about a little bit more about where I came from and how I got into this whole storytelling realm. Um, I usually have interviews and this week was quiet. So I thought, you know, might as well just come up and and talk about this, especially with, with Fireside really just the stuff that has been coming out every day. I feel like we have new things with the beta and uh, new features and all this exciting stuff. So I started my podcast back in 2019. Originally, it was called Next Stop Crazy Town. And I wanted to tell stories. I wanted to tell my stories. I wanted to tell stories uh, for women and moms to kind of to hear a different perspective. Because a lot of times with social media, we hear, you know, always just see like the really good stuff. We never see the bad stuff. We never see um, not even just the bad stuff, the awkward stuff, sometimes the stuff that we don't want to talk about. And I thought, you know what? I have a lot of stories. I'm always that person that has that funny thing or that like, I can't believe that happened to you kind of story. I always dust myself off. Maybe sometimes it takes me, you know, a week or two to dust myself off. Um, But I always get back up and I'm always positive afterwards and kind of uh, can be very introspective of the experience that I had. And um, I'm very spiritual. Um, I wouldn't call myself super religious, but I'm very spiritual. So I really believe that there's a path for all of us. And I love to... um, kind of look after I've had a crazy experience, be like, okay, what did I learn from that? So from here, uh, that's where I started. So next up, Crazy Town. And I told stories just about being a mother, um, things that happened to me as as a mother of young kids. I have three uh, three children, but they were all a little under two years apart. Um, always two crazy boxer dogs, which are my heart, and um, always add fun energy and chaos to my my world. And so I wanted to share those stories. I wanted to go on and just share share with people that you know what, just because on you know social media or you meet me or you see me, you don't realize that there's there's things that always happen in, in, in the back end that maybe you wouldn't expect and how I handle it. So that's the other thing I wanted to kind of share with my, um, my listeners that sometimes we get taken down, but it's really how you interpret it and how you kind of pick yourself up. So that's where Next Up Crazy Town came. And then as the pandemic 
happened. Um, all my people were under one roof. I have to say, I was really, really happy with that because my husband was traveling five days a week. We had moved a little shortly before that. And so it was just great to have everyone kind of under the same roof. And there wasn't a lot of stories happening, right? So there wasn't a lot of things happening in the pandemic in our house that, um, I, I really had to share anymore. So I decided to do interviews and I started doing quarantine stories. And those led to me realizing how much I loved interviewing, how much I love interviewing and how good I am at it. And um, I'm not saying that to brag and anyone that knows me in this in this realm knows that I'm, I'm someone that loves to celebrate other people's uh, strengths. And I also love to celebrate my strength because we all have weaknesses. I'm dyslexic. So school was hard. I was the athlete. So I was a really good, um, team player. I played field hockey and lacrosse, I even played them in college, but I know what my weaknesses are and those are okay because that is what has sometimes gotten me through certain, um, avenues of life. But I also know what my strengths are and I celebrate my strengths because I know what I'm good at. And so that's where I realized really quickly when I was doing these quarantine stories, how much I loved listening to other people's stories and then sharing them and having a platform. So that's where your next stop came about. Your next stop came about because I wanted to elevate people that had follow a passion and turned it into a business. I wanted a, a space where I could give them that space to have their voice heard by not just people in their neighborhood or in their, in their, if they were in finance or in charitable work or in advertising, I wanted a bigger stage for them. So then I also realized, you know, what? I love uh, public speaking. I've always loved speaking communication, even though I'm dyslexic communication is one of my, uh, is one of my skills. And I went to school for radio, television, film, in communications after injuring my back and having to retire from sports. I was in school for uh, corporate fitness because that's what I was good at. But then really quickly realized, oh my gosh, I love this communications, radio, television, and film. I actually went into the sales part of it because I love the relationship part of, of communications. So that's what uh, that's a little bit about me and then how your next stop came about. And from your next stop, I created from two people that I interviewed. I interviewed this woman named um, Gina DeStefano. She is a CEO of a uh, charity called Mom Bomb, and they help moms in need. And it doesn't, you don't have to be a mom that is in financial distress, but you could be a mom that has broken a leg. And we all know when mom goes down, kind of the, the household goes down. So they started this amazing charity. And so after I interviewed her, I said, you know what, I want to see where, where and how we can grow this partnership. After I interviewed another woman named Cynthia Zordich, who is the founder of NFL Thread. So she is uh, a spouse of an NFL player, Michael Zordich, who was in the in the NFL for many, many years, about nine years, and was with a few different teams, Philadelphia Cardinals and Jets. And when Cynthia realized every time she had to pick up and move and she had kids, she lost a little bit of, of herself. So I interviewed her and just listening to what she did and how she transitioned into every stage of her life, I was just fascinated. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to, I want this to be even bigger. I want this platform to be bigger. So Cynthia with the NFL thread, um, because I wanted to, I'm a, uh, a transition consultant. So I help people transition, whether it's, um, VIPs going to CEOs, whether it's the assistant going to the uh, account executive, whether it's the mom transitioning into the mom role and transitioning out of being in the corporate world. I 
and it's not help because it's not always help. I work with them to get them to the next step and give them the tools to do that. So when we started talking and about the NFL spouse, you know, people always think of the NFL, um, you know, all the ritz and glitz and all that stuff. But there is a lot of hard work behind the scenes, obviously, when when your family gets uh, transitioned to another state and when they uh, have to pick up and move and then you have to uh, help your kids transition to a school. So I thought, how can we give them the women of the NFL a platform to be able to have their voices heard a little bit more about what it's like to be an NFL spouse or if they have a business, um, give them a how do they get into that? Was it before they got married to the NFL player and, and all that? So again, a storytelling platform. And right as this uh, partnership formed, Fireside came about. And it was just so, it was like literally the universe. And as we all say, universe or God, whatever you believe in, the doors just opened and every opportunity that was meant to happen just kept happening. So we have this partnership. We are doing some really, really cool things. If you guys haven't seen, you can check my profile out. But the first woman that we interviewed was Tommy Vincent. And her husband is Troy Vincent, who is a huge uh, NFL uh, icon and also is now in the corporate world of the NFL. He's in the executive staff. And so we interviewed Tommy. And it was just really interesting to hear from her perspective of how she uh, how she trained. I mean, she had five kids, has five kids, and all of the avenues of juggling the kids, helping Troy with his life. And then she lost herself along the way. And um, it's a really cool story to hear how she got back. And then now she has a podcast. She has a, um, a company. She it's just, it's very, very cool what she is doing um, with that. Can you guys all hear, still hear me? I feel like my connection is not great. Oh, great. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Thank you. And if any of you guys want to come up on stage and add anything or ask me any questions, please feel free. This is going to be a shorter room. As I said, if you're just joining, thank you for, for joining NS, uh, YNS Live. So YNS, obviously, my podcast is your next stop, and it's the initials of your next stop. Um, but so Cynthia and I and Gina, we have created this partnership where we're not only having this platform for this these women to come up and speak, these spouses to speak, but we're also doing live events. So we are doing, uh, we're consulting and coaching three women of the NFL. So it's a transitioning woman that is out going out. Her husband is leaving the NFL, a rookie uh, spouse uh, or girlfriend, it's kind of interchangeable words, um, that is just getting into the NFL. And then a woman that has already been in the NFL that has a business. And we're also doing that. So we are creating this whole uh, amazing partnership where we're going to be coaching. It's going to be starting in September. And what we're going to be doing is I'm going to be at the NFL following these women, I mean, at the NFL, at the Super Bowl, following these women around, talking to them about um, what they're doing behind the scenes, because not a lot of people realize the women of the NFL, the spouses of the NFL do a lot of stuff at the Super Bowl. There's a lot, there's a fashion show, there's all these different things. So I'm going to be using Fireside as my live platform to do that for for them to share their stories and um, what they're doing there. And then we also are going to be doing a a luncheon at the draft with these women, highlighting these three women um, as they uh, have gone through through this consulting coaching term in, um, and it's going to be so cool. And we have sponsorship opportunities, opportunities for so many brands and people to get involved. And it's just a different thing, but it's all, a lot of the proceeds are also going to be helping this charity, this mom bomb charity. So 
because of my love for storytelling, because of how I got into podcasting, and then the women that I've interviewed, the doors kept opening. And so what I want you guys to hear in the audience is, if you're in this kind of similar position where you just found like really what you're loving and doors keep opening, that's what's so freaking cool about aligning with what your passion is. Thank you, right? Aligning what your passion is when you found your passion and you just every day wake up like, whoo, this is amazing. Oh my gosh, okay. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, we all have, right? We all have these ups and downs, right? You have weeks where you're like, you feel like you're on the top of the world. And then the next week where everything goes wrong and you're like, oh my God, you know, entrepreneurship is not for everyone. But when you find it is for you and you're going through it, it's just, it's just amazing. So if any of you guys want to jump up and, um, and add to this conversation, or if you have a question, um, please feel free. I think you can, uh, if you go down to those little lines, it can say, you know, invite to be uh, up to be speaking. Also, if you guys have not been in uh, Fireside, you can also click down there and broadcast this live. So what I do is I broadcast it to LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. And what it is, is someone, if someone is one of your followers is on Facebook and they're like, oh, what is this? They click on it. They can actually listen in to this conversation right now without having to be in Fireside, which is really cool. So Lily is going to come up and we're going to hear what she has. Doug, uh, Robin, awesome, awesome guys. So I want, I would love to hear a little bit about what your thoughts on storytelling is, what your thoughts of um, like where you kind of got where you uh, you became and all of that kind of stuff. So Lily, why don't you, uh, I love that you're, you know, we're in this. I know we've been in this. I feel like we're, uh, you're in a lot of my rooms and I so appreciate the support. So Lily. Thank you. Um, well, for me, I just love using digital um, storytelling tools. And I love how here everything's merging and kind of opportunity from, for people, you know, all spectrums, all levels, you know, whether coming in more from a creator, um, visual or podcasting. I just think um, there's so much opportunity. And for me, that's what I'm exploring. And I've been on various storytelling platforms. So um, I'm just really intrigued and fascinated by the opportunity and connection here. And um, that's it for me. Of course. And I love what you said about the connection, because I think that's what's so important. You know, a lot of people in, in other apps that I've been in, as you said, or other places or just conversations, people are like, do you think, you know, audio or these platforms where, you know, whatever, whatever backends, but they start started as audio apps. Like, where do you see the future? And I see such a future because people can hear your voice. They can hear when you get excited. They can hear your passion. And we don't know wh- what has changed, right? We, well, we obviously, know what's changed in the world, but we don't know where that also, what other changes are happening. So I love that this gives us an opportunity to be in a room, to all connect. You know, there's people in here that, you know, I would never have met if it wasn't for this platform. Sarah is one of them. Lou is another one. Lou has been on this platform with me. And, um, it's just exciting. Julian, I would not have a, she's my, 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 she is my VP of everything. Julian in the audience there, she uh, has my back and keeps me organized and is just, is my heart and, and does so much for me. And I would never have found and been connected with Julian if it wasn't for uh, some of these audio apps. So um, I totally agree with you, Lily. And so thank you for joining and, and sharing that. Uh, Robin, you're up. I know I was in a room with you just recently. Hi, Juliet. Um, yeah, I, I just love 
love your energy and I love your cause. I love your, I love your story. Um, I, I learned pretty quickly that, um, I, I just knew in my gut that storytelling is going to be a thing moving forward for years to come. And, um, I, I, I love too, that you're a transition consultant. That is cool. I think, I think we need to talk because my audience, um, they're all going through a transition of sorts. So, um, I definitely want to talk to you behind the scenes and, and I'm going through a transition. Um, I am divorced about five years now and I came out late in life. I am 60 years old and realized at 54 that, uh, I am a lesbian. So my, my passion is to support all the other folks coming out late in life. Um, I'm in the process of putting together a podcast and all sorts of things. But unfortunately, I really don't know how to get from point A to point B. And I'm in a tris- transition in, in learning all about the social media and, um, you know, everything just so that I can get the word out and, and so I can uh, tell other people's stories. But um, so I'm, I am looking for some mentors and some coaches in that regard. But I love the idea of storytelling and the people that I serve and support and love um, have so many stories to tell. And there are women with young children who don't know how to get out of their marriage. Um, they don't know how to co-parent and all sorts of things. And my heart, it, for the first time in my life, I have found my passion and my goal and and um, it's like you're my big sister doing it, um, you know, Aww. and uh, it's great. It's great what you're doing. Thank you so much. Of course. And definitely reach out because I have a, a webinar on how to start a podcast. And again, I've helped so many people just because a lot of times people just need that kick, right? They're, they get overwhelmed and they don't know. And I kind of break it down and do steps. And the reason why I can do it, I... I started my podcast not knowing anything and I learned it all myself. And then obviously I've been surrounded by people as I continued, um, uh, just that, you know, have helped me got even stronger in the field and all of that. So a hundred percent, you can actually, uh, Instagram, you can find me at I am Juliet Hahn. Uh, you can, my website also can kind of send you there, Robin. So, um, I'm excited to talk to you and I love that you, you know, are, are living life bold, right? You're stepping out of a comfort zone, which is scary. And a lot of people don't. And that's one of the other things I want my podcast to help people do is, oh my gosh, I heard that that won't, you know, that person did that. I can do that. I have that, you know, I have a hobby that I've been doing forever that I love, but I hate my regular job, but I didn't know my hobby could be a business. Like I can help them transition into that. So yes, definitely let's, um, connect in, in the, in the end. And, um, I'm excited. That'd be for, great. Yeah. I'm really excited for what you're doing. And one of the things about storytelling is it can inspire and educate, which is so great. You know, it's, it does give people hope and, and educate too. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And that's what it does. And it's, you know, I, that's one of the things I also think about storytelling is it makes, and these platforms, you hear people's real lives, right? Um, I know when I had Lou on, she had such a cool way that she found her passion. And it was, you know, so many different ways, but I've had people on that have had, you know, massive tragedies that that's how they found their passion. And because of their tragedy, life just uh, turned literally upside down, but then they found their way. And so for all of us, there's many different ways that we find our passion or we find our story. Um, But I always say everyone has a story, even though you talk to some people, you know, you'll talk to people, I've always wanted to start a podcast, but what would I talk about? And no one wants to hear from me. We can learn from everyone. 
everyone. We can learn from the janitor to the guy working on the streets, to the CEO, to the banker, to, you know, the, the stay at home mom, the stay at home dad. Everyone has a story and everyone really has something to, to teach. We just have to pause our bodies and listen. And sometimes, you know, that's the hardest thing for people is just to kind of pause. I know for me, it, it, I have to, I've trained myself to be able to do that. So, you know, it's not an always easy thing. So, you know, I'm excited for you, Robin. I think you're all thank you. something and, uh, and thank helping, you. I other- did- helping other people is, is my jam. Um, the one question I did have was you mentioned two live event things. You're going to follow people around at the Super Bowl, and I missed what the second one was. Yes. Yeah, so I'm following the women of the – so the behind the scenes, uh, Cynthia, who's the NFL. Right. And then we are doing a luncheon at the draft with the women that we are consulting and coaching – through um, starting in September, like we're going to be like, you know, we have a whole program that we're going to be doing with them. And then we're highlighting them at this luncheon. And at the draft, there's never really anything for the spouse, the the, the behind the scenes, the woman at the draft. So the thing that's going to be really cool is we're going to have a luncheon, we're going to have an event for them. So when they go, they have an event and we're highlighting the three women that we are coaching. Um, you know, as I said, the rookie, the transitioning and the, um, the veteran wives. Uh, uh-huh. So yeah, it's really exciting. It's really exciting. The opportunities uh, that are there. Yes. So thank you. So Greg, how uh, I would love for you to add. Thanks for bringing me up. Uh, I see my, my brother down there in California, Troy. Troy is someone who's pushing me to get my podcast dream grind hustle started, but we're talking about storytelling, storytelling. Troy knows my life at age 48 storytelling just changed my world you know i own uh, over 270 restaurants from subway to taco del mar to good rich ice cream i thought that was my life my wife and i i've known my wife since eight, since fifth grade been married 35 years we hid my story about my life but i grew up in an all black neighborhood and i had these six black kids i grew up with and their daddy was a dj and uh, he always told me that i'm an impactor i'm an influencer uh, I'm a, I can captivate people, and I called him stupid. Well, now I have to apologize to this big black man. Now I have to apologize to this big black guy. His name is Les Brown, because Les Brown was absolutely right. When he made me join Toastmasters at age 48, I just told my story, and now I'm the only man in, in 93 years to represent Ohio from Columbus for the World Championship Public Speaking, uh, 26 countries, 43 states. You know, I have some of my NFL clients. Coaching came out of that. I became a New York Times bestselling author just by telling my story. And Troy, I tell you, I don't read books. It's just my story. And I tell people, even when, uh, you know, Juliet, when storytelling, think about it. Who? What's the number one book about storytelling? The Bible. Who's the greatest storyteller? Jesus Christ. People love stories. When I hear people say their product's going to sell, your product's not going to sell. Your service is going to sell. Your story is going to sell. Yeah. When we hear AT&T, right? What happens at and The young man hasn't speak, spoken to his grandmother in years and she calls him and he starts feeling bad. So a lot of people go out and get at and service. Same way with Tide, right? Shows the mom with little kids coming in with chocolate all over themselves. And so the story will sell. The products and services will never sell. Les Brown taught me that people will buy from our story. People will buy from us. They will buy from Juliet. They will buy from Lou. They will buy from, from Greg. So storytelling is so powerful and everyone has a story i'd never thought in a million years that would someone would pay me a dollar to tell my story i spoke to the federal reserve troy down if you see my my profile i'm wearing a hat it says tbd the big dreamer people used to call me that not in a good way growing up in columbus ohio being one of 15 children 
where all my brothers are locked up, one on death row since 83. My father had killed my mother in front of me. I didn't speak till age 12, didn't ask my wife to marry me 35 years ago. I was too shy, I gave the ring to her sister. I never thought the Federal Reserve of Atlanta would pay me $35,000 to speak. I never thought that I would speak to the Cleveland Indians now I wear a Cleveland hat, right? I never thought the Cleveland Indians would hire me. I never thought I'd be coaching Bust, James Buster Douglas, who the first guy to beat Mike Tice. I never thought I'd, I never thought I'd be coaching Jim Clemens, one of three men who has ten NBA rings, with Phil Jackson, his buddy, and Bill Russell, who has thirteen, and he, he coached Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. I never knew that until I told my story at age forty-eight in a thing called. Toastmasters, and it has just changed my world. And I thought my whole life, Juliet, was owning restaurants. I really did. My wife has never heard me speak ever. She didn't come to the two world championships that I spoke at. She's never heard me speak in whether it's, it's uh, England, Australia, Detroit, LA. She never, because she cries. Because she was the girl there when people used to call me a big dreamer. They used to call me a mute. People used to laugh at me because I wouldn't speak. I never had a meeting in any of my, my restaurants until I joined Toastmasters. My wife did it, my in-laws, my daughter, her friends who I hired. I never did it. Now I won't shut up. And it's all because Les Brown told me to tell my story. So anyone out there who thinks they don't have to, and it doesn't have to be a bad story. Listen, my beautiful 35-year-old daughter has a PhD. She has a real estate company, some gems. She doesn't have a bad story. She was born with a black card in her crib, but she still has a story. It doesn't have to be bad. And you can tell other people's stories. I tell Les Brown stories when he was a kid all the time. So you don't have to have a bad story. You can be good, and you can use other people's stories. Uh, you know, I talk about my buddy Troy down the bottom there. I talked. Uh, I just I told a story on on a Zoom call about my buddy who's a truck driver who has a podcast. Right? I never thought a truck driver for UPS would have a podcast, but he does, and he's teaching me. So storytelling, once you learn how to tell a story, your do the doors will open up. And, uh, Juliet, I think you understand this, too. When I hear people saying, Greg, I'm going to own restaurants. Greg, I'm going to become a speaker. Greg, I'm going to do a podcast. You cannot be visible when you are invisible. Let me say that yes. again. You cannot be visible when you are invisible. This is what Les Brown told me. Gregory, do you know there's people out there that's better than you, that's better than me, better than LeBron James? I said, there are. He said, yes, but they're not doing anything. They're invisible. They're dreaming. They're thinking about doing something while you and I, LeBron, are living the life. So don't think that you don't have the credentials. You have life credentials. You've done something in your life. Maybe your mother who beat cancer. Right. While having a baby, maybe your 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 wife left you. Right. You had to raise six children. You have a story to tell. And if you don't tell that story, because our story is not for us, it's for other people. I tell people all the time, my mess became my message and my message, your message to someone, not everyone, but to someone. Our messages is their medicine. Someone needs to hear what we've came through and, and let them know that they can come through the same circumstances and then how they can have a phenomenal, phenomenal life. So, Julia, I appreciate you coming on here. It's my first time on uh, uh, Fireside and Troy's one been trying to tell me to get on here. So I appreciate you. I appreciate what you're going to be doing, talking to those uh, NFL wives. I think that's a huge thing. And uh, in any way I can support you, Juliet, just let me know. I'll share your stuff on all my social media. Uh, I'm here at 55 with, uh, you know, oh, one more thing. People say they want it bad, Juliet. I hear people say all the time, I want this so bad, big dreamer. 
and I say, how bad do you want it? What are you willing to sacrifice? Because my buddy Troy at the bottom can tell you, I'm sitting here in a wheelchair with 10 pounds of steel on my left leg with 18 pins that go through my bones and they're tightened every Tuesday. That's my 18th surgery in three years. I haven't walked in almost three years because when I went to the World Championship Public Speaking for the second time in Vancouver, Canada, I'm a type one diabetic, type one, which means we have to live off insulin. Our, our wounds don't heal very well. So I got a sore two weeks before leaving to Vancouver. I got a sore on the bottom of my left foot. My doctor said, Greg, you cannot go. If that gets infected, it could cost you your leg and your life. I said to him, Doc, how long have you known me? He said, about 33 years. I said, you know I didn't ask this little redheaded girl beside me to marry me, right? You knew I couldn't speak in my restaurants. He said, that's what I thought you were going to say. So he got a boot on me, right? I, he asked me to please don't walk when I'm not speaking in Vancouver, Canada. So I ignored him. I ignored, I ignored my in-laws who I love dearly. They're, they're my real parents. I ignored them because at the end of our life, Juliet, Lou, anyone listening, we will all say two things. We will either say, I wish or I did. And me coming out of my family life being the only one to go past the ninth grade, right? The only one not to be locked up, not to be a drug addict, a heroin addict, alcoholic. I will never say I wish. So I'm sitting here with an amputation with 10 pounds, with needles through my, my leg. Um, I've had 18, uh, 18 surgeries, 500 doctor visits. I have a thing called a pick line in my arm that my wife puts medicine in. It goes up my heart. She's changed it every day for two and a half years. I did it because I went after my dream. I went to the world championship and my doctor told me not to go. I did it. So you have to ask yourself, each and every one of you listening, what are you going to do? My daughter just had our first grandson. His name is Atlas, two years old. Someone said, what if your grandson wanted to, wanted to do something and lose his leg? I said, his grandmother and myself, we'd have a talk and we'd say, how bad do you want it, young man? If, it, if he said, gee, Paul, I want to go to the Olympics. I'm supposed to win it. I want to go. But, but mom says I can't go because of my leg. I would say, young man, go. And I'd talk to his mommy. I'd say, you got to let him go. It's his life. It's his dream. So if you want anything, you can have anything you want, practically anything, if you can just dream, grind, and hustle. If you can do those three things, be a great person, treat people how they want to be treated, not how you want to be treated, you'll have a phenomenal life. So, Juliet, anybody on here? I'm all about spreading the love. I don't know what my last day on this planet is going to be. So if you want me to share anything, just go to my inbox at Instagram, and I'll help you all out. I'm Thank Greg you. Walker with the ball cap. I'm done. Have a great day, everyone. Greg, thank you so much for coming up. And so I have like the biggest smile on my face. As you just said, everyone has a story. So tell everyone again where there was claps when you said where to find you. So I didn't hear it. Uh, you just go to Instagram at Greg Inspires. Okay, awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. And thanks for jumping up. And and, and I'm so excited that this is your first room, uh, your first show, because this is a it is a really awesome platform. I have to say I am. I'm slightly obsessed with it. I love it. Um, you know, I'm definitely on here once a week, try to be more. But you know, again, we all have things that we have to prioritize and, um, and go from there. So thank you again for jumping up and sharing your story. And good luck with the leg. Take care of it. I know it well, sounds like your wife is, is doing that for you. Well, thank you. I don't need luck because I'm not Irish. And I don't like lucky charms. We need <laughs> success, right? And I'm about ready to go in my tell my girlfriend for life because I don't have a wife. I have a girl for life. I'm about ready to go in there and say, hey, I'm not a virgin anymore. 
Yes, good. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that my show is your first. So woohoo. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. All right. Take care. Uh, Lou. Hi, Lou. How are you? Hi, I'm really good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm, I'm, I'm coming from the other side. Anyone that has followed me on social media know that I lost my boxer, uh, who was my heart, um, on July 7th. And I've had a really tough time, but I've gone to social media to, to share. Like, we cannot always be happy and inspired. And I, I picked him up today, his ashes, and it just uh, it felt better. But every day is... Um, you know, it, oh, it's been, it's been rough. I didn't realize how much it was going to be rough, but he, he left us too soon and I couldn't save him. And it was, uh, it was not the best situation. So, but I am, I am doing today at this moment, I'm doing well. I don't know in an hour, I might be a puddle of, of tears, but that's okay. Cause that's what happens. But, um, right now I'm excited to be in this room. I had a great meeting today and um, I'm just loving all the energy here. So share with, I, I love your art that you've been doing lately. So share a little bit with us. Yeah. Well, I'm very sorry to hear about your, your dog. And, uh, nice. and I know is it does take, take time to, to heal. Ooh, it um, does. I did a, a pod- our podcast episode this week was actually with someone that does a podcast on mourning, um, mm. so about about grieving and and it is a process, isn't it? It is, um, it, it you really know, you is. sort of go backwards and forwards, and you think you're done with one stage, and then you're back feeling, you know, those different emotions again. So it is, I, and you know, and, and the the one thing that I do, and this is I believe so deep, I. I uh, I feel deep. I love deep. I'm like, uh, you know, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. Um, and there's certain, I've had a number of boxers and he is my third one that has passed. Um, and I loved them all so much. I always say my kids know I love my, my boxers as much as I love them. Mm-hmm. And this one just was, uh, he left too early, but it was like a special, you know, he just had, he dug his way into my heart, like deep, mm-hmm. deep. So it's, it's been, it's been tough. Yeah. So I, I want to listen to that episode that you did because I know it's, those kind of things always help us yeah yeah and and do you live near the seaside can you access the sea oh i live like the sea is my heart that was his place so we i go there all the time um it's my favorite place in arts yes i live actually at the beach so um it is oh my gosh yes when you just said that i got the chills because that's where i'm going after this the show because um a woman at a woman I interviewed, um, and she, her her episode is on a couple of weeks' time. She's written. She's called Dr. Catherine Kelly, and she's written a book called Blue Spaces. And she went to the west of Ireland when her mother died um, when she was in her thirties, um, and uh, and she just in order to heal, she just went and lived by by the sea and just spent you know the days walking and swimming and and just and she talks about the science behind. The, the sort of power of healing of, of water and, and of the sea. So I really oh, I can't wait to can... listen to that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I do. It is, um, again, it's like, it's, it is, I always, my sister lives in Charlotte, so I'm like a city girl or a beach girl like that. <laughs> those are my two places that I feel the most alive, the most inspired. And, um, and just, uh, I love it. So I, I cannot wait to listen to those two. And I always feel like you and I connect when we like at the, such the perfect time. That's why I love this fireside. Um, Hey Jen, how are you? That's why this fire, I mean, that, that's why this app is just so cool because you and I see each other on, you know, social media. I had you on here. Um, and, and then you, 
you know, joined kind of exactly when at the right time when I needed to hear those things. And that's the power of storytelling, right? So, yeah. you know, yeah. So thank Yeah. And I, and I love the power of storytelling and, and creative conversations. You know, we get to talk about things that, you know, that through all the ups and the downs and, and all of the in-betweens. And I think, you know, that's the power of podcasting. That's potentially the power of, of these conversations here where we're, you know, we can be much more interactive. And, and I love the fact that, you know, we were telling stories, you know, as humans, when we were living in caves, and here we are still telling stories, but we just have changed the technology from a piece of chalk and a, and a rock face to, uh, to a, an iPhone. Right, it's so true. And uh, you know, the thing that you also said is, and that's where, again, storytelling is so important. And that's why I wanted to have this, this show today is because like, when you said, how are you, I literally got like a lump in my throat, because my pup was he was, uh, he had a heart condition and he was doing great and then wasn't doing great. And then just left us like, just like that. And it was, um, a time where it it just, it kind of just took my breath away. Right. I was on such the up and up, everything was going so well. And it literally cut my legs out from underneath me. Um, and it was such a hard time. And, um, and to go and be able to share that storytelling, telling people, I've had so many people reach out to me and say, you know what, thank you because, you know, I'm not, you know, they might not be a dog person, but they know me because of my storytelling for all these years. And they know how much my animals mean to me. And especially this, this, my boxer Doyle, how much he meant, for, you know, and they reached out just to say, I can't even imagine what you're going through because I know how much you love, love him. And that they wouldn't have known it if it wasn't for storytelling, right? They wouldn't have known, hey, Liz, they wouldn't have known that, um, you know, I, I, that we lost him and that I was really suffering and really struggling. And I've been struggling for weeks. Um, just, you know, some days, you know, I have children, so I do get out of bed and they know, like, I will be walking around the house crying and they're like, hi, mom, <laughs> you know, you're having a rough day today. Yep. I, you know, it's just, but the power of being able to tell other people so they realize, you know, it's okay. We don't need to stuff our emotions. Sometimes we just need to let them out. And, um, and it, it does heal you and time heals you. Right. And, and as you said, the sea, there's different things that maybe not all of us know. And the power of storytelling, the power of, of sharing that is just like Greg coming up and sharing just a little bit about what he did. Right. And then you sharing, um, those two things. It's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. And I, and I think it's really good when, you know, it's, it's, it enables us to relate to one another when we hear each other's stories, because, you know, when we're, we're trying to run our businesses and we're entrepreneurs and, you know, it might be that the work is going really well, but in our personal lives, everything's, you know, gone, you know, taken a terrible turn. And then, you know, a few weeks down the line, it might be the other way around. And, and I think that, you know, it can be quite lonely being an entrepreneur. So I think it's really important to have places where you can go and share stories and each other, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly. And, um, and, and I think that helps other people hearing other people's stories as well as being able to actually share it and, and, and tell them yourself. You're so right. And that's what I love. So there was, I had like a, a really important meeting in New York city the day, um, after he passed. And I was like, I have to kind of stuff this because I need to really be on for this meeting. And, and it was the hardest thing I've ever done. And then the next day I literally broke, you know, broke down and it was, it was that, and it, it was that, that everything in the business was going so amazing. 
but then I just lost, you know, my heart uh, with with my boxer and, and, and our routines that we would do every day. And, you know, not everyone gets it because not everyone are animal people. Um, but the animal people that I know when I share my story and being able to share stories with them, they get it, right? And they feel, okay, I know what Juliet went through when she lost her boxer. You know, my boxer's older or my dog's older. I... I, I know I'm not, I don't know how I'm going to feel, but because of the stories, I can understand a little bit. Right. And I feel like that's what you do sometimes in your painting too. Right. The stories that you kind of put out there. And that's like the creative passion that we've talked about. Yeah. And I think, you know, we, we tell ourselves stories and we help ourselves out of problems by help, by reframing the, our stories. And, and very often in, in, well, in most of the, podcast episodes that the the guests that I have on you know they're they're carrying on in their life in one direction and then something happens and and it kind of just it it breaks down everything that they've known before and and from that moment on they're changed and and very often they find their purpose after those kind of pain points uh, because they realize what's important and I think with the you know not to kind of always talk about the pandemic but you know we have all of us been affected by one thing for the first time in history we've all been affected by this one same thing and and we'll all be changed by it and and we've all learned things about ourselves that we will never be the same and and the things that are important and things that we want to hold on to when you know, it all passes and the things that we want to let go of. And, you know, lots of people have talked about, you know, letting go of, of toxic jobs or people or environments um, and finding, you know, maybe a simpler way of living is something that they they realize that actually that's really important to them or, um, you know, being able to spend more time with their children with the flexible, with, with homeworking. And, um, and so, you know, all of these things, all of the things that happen to us reveal something else for us as we move forward. And and painful as these times are and can be, you know, we when we look back, we see, oh, right, well, I went through that, but then then this happened and then I started to make sense of this. And and so your story evolves, you know, all of our stories evolve and, and it's how we tell them to ourselves and to others that helps kind of define the, the kinds of life that we, we want to live. Yes, Lou, I love that so much because that's the thing that it is these, these times where, again, right, when with the pandemic or all these different things that happen because life happens, right? Life happens and we have to figure out how to navigate life in the best way where we can learn from it but we also then can teach other people about it. And everyone's going to have a different experience, right? There's people that um, were like me that were happy that they're, they're, everyone was kind of under the same roof. Even though the world was crumbling up, up around us, we were like, okay, but I have my people and that's what I need to hold on to right now. Um, other people weren't happy with everyone in their house, right? They, they were not happy with that, but they all had to navigate it in a different way. And again, it's, it takes it back to the storytelling, right? Because each day something happens happens. And each day that becomes a story. And each day you can build on that story and either have that story lift you up or have that story take you down. And it's really how you approach it. So I loved what, you know, I love what you said, said there. So thank you for adding that and welcome all the new guys in the, in the audience. Um, I see some, some familiar faces there. So this is, um, 
I wanted to come on and talk about storytelling for anyone that just joined, because I think it's such an important uh, thing to talk about. And it's so, we've been, as everyone in the audience and everyone on the stage knows, storytelling has been around forever, right? But there's so many different platforms now where we can get our voice out. So I just love the fact that Fireside came when it came because so many people have stories to share. And now it's another platform, another avenue for us to get up and help and share and talk. So thank you, Greg and Lou, for jumping up. Troy, welcome. Um, What would you want to add? Well, thanks a bunch. Uh, Thanks a bunch, Greg, for all the warm words. And uh, uh, Robin, I don't know if she's still listening or down there in the audience, but if she is, um, first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, you can do this whole thing called podcasting. If somebody like me started in 2013 and uh, had a full-time job and had no clue what I was doing uh, and have long since uh, approaching, I think, 278 uh, uh, episodes over the years and interviewed almost 190 people worldwide, uh, New York Times bestsellers, to authors, to doctors, to lawyers, to almost any walk of life. It can be done. It's easier than uh, if you're curious and ask good questions and listen well. Uh, all those good things um, and be truly interested in the, the person in front of you. You just never know um, kind of what you guys are leaning into, what their story is. Um, and uh, to be able to, I always look at it almost like an adventure. I get to go in and ask a question and then I get to peel back the onion a little bit more and ask another question and hopefully get a little bit deeper. And, um, but I think the most important story that we ever hear ever hear is the one we tell ourselves and oftentimes we do not tell ourselves the truth oftentimes we make up a story about what has happened to us and we just we kind of live in that space and continue to tell the story and and a lot of times it may not be true uh it may be about our worth and what we do and we connect those things together and success and all these other things and um Oftentimes, we need to get out of our own heads and actually share our stories with someone else, one, so that we know we're not alone. Because oftentimes, when we tell our story, somebody else goes, oh, thank God, me too. I'm not the only one who thinks like that or is going through this. Um, You're talking about a dog. I mean, I just, as you were talking about your dog, I I, I thought about years ago, we had um, Simba Boy, and he was a 14-year-old lab. and. Uh, finally comes to the end of his life, and I had to we, I had to take him in with my daughters, and they're like, Dad, you need to, my oldest was with me, and she's 31 now, she, and her name's Lauren, and she says, Dad, um, you need to go in, and uh, when they take him in, um, when they put him down, and I'm like, no, I, I really don't want to have to do that. And yet, I went in there, and as they as they administered, uh, what, what you know, puts him to sleep. Uh, initially, not not literally out completely, um, and uh, I just remember having to kind of walk through that hard, really. Uh, uh, but that's life, and I and I, and, I, and, I, and in avoiding those situations, I don't know that it. It I I would have loved to have avoided it, but but. My daughter even reminds me, she says, Dad, I'm so glad you did that for me, that you were sat in there. And it was hard. I mean, life can be just hard. I mean, you you listen to a great story and you go, oh, my God. Greg is an example of you just kind of get up. Life knocks you down and you continue to get up every time that it happens. Um, And so I just... 
just an encouragement to others. You're not alone. Tell your story. Because when you tell your story, we lean in and we go, oh, thank God. It's not just me that's thinking this. I, you're, we're all part of this great collective called the human, uh, just being human. And life, like you said, I think you referenced, is can just can dump a load on us at times. And, uh, so if we can share that, not keep it in, not, not listen to often the stories that we tell ourselves that may not be true, but listen to, uh, tell our story and then listen to others that are true. So that's my encouragement and I'm done speaking. Thanks Troy. And it's true. Cause that's the thing, right? Not everyone has the same experience. Um, but when you hear someone else's, sometimes you all of a sudden, and then that experience happens to you and you pull back from an experience that someone else told you. And that's again, the power of storytelling because it helps when we share our experiences with others and just not keep them in because it helps grow. It helps each person grow within their own life, listening to other people's stories. And if we all kind of do that, if the world would just do that a little bit more, share and help, the world would be better. It would be a better place instead of, you know, I think there was a time where everything was so kind of selfish and self-centered. Um, I feel like we're going away from that a little bit. I do feel like that is one thing that the pandemic kind of brought out. It's helping people a little bit more kind of say, you know what, I can help because I had this experience. And I learned that I miss that connection. I miss that community. I mean, I think that's one of the things the pandemic did is really um, kind of nail that to people. Some people don't miss it and, they, and they've and they changed their lives a little bit around it. But I think that is uh, so important. So I really appreciate you coming up there. And I think the other thing that you touched on is what I love, because this is why I know I'm a good, uh, I, I do a good interview is because I'm curious. So I, when I interview someone. I do a little bit of research, but then I love just to hear their story unfold because I'm curious. So I'm going to listen and I'm going to come up with a question that maybe they've never got. I've had that so many times when I'm interviewing someone, they'll say, oh, wow, you know what? No one's ever asked me that. That's a, I really like that question. And it's because I'm curious. I want to know, I want to know what, you know, inspired you or what happened here or how you felt or what was, you know, paint the picture of where you were. And I think that is the beauty of knowing that you're a good storyteller or knowing that you're a good interviewer is the curiosity. And, um, you know, when kids are little, they're so curious. And I think as adults, when we get a little older, some of us lose that curiosity. And I think the more people that get that curiosity, it's just going to make them better people and see what's around them and see what other people are doing. So I love that you touched on that. Thank you so much. Um, Anyone else in the audience wants to add anything to this topic of storytelling? And um, if not, no worries. I'm going to probably do this a couple times a month because I love this. This is just such a topic um, that is close to my heart. If you guys have ever followed me before, and I'll kind of leave on this on this this story here is when my kids were little. I used to come up with stories. I used to create characters because my kids loved listening to stories. We listened to books, books on tape because of my dyslexia. It was very easy for me to say, hey, let's just pop in a book and we can kind of listen. And then as we would go in other places, I would create these scenes and I would tell these stories. And that's when I initially realized I was really good at telling stories because you would have these kids just stare. Like my kids literally would do nothing. They would just stare at me with their big eyes and, and mom, what happened next? And I would be like, you know, in my head, I have no idea, but let me, let me think what I can, what I can share with them. And so that is the power of knowing. And when you be, 
decide and you realize, you know what, I'm really good at something. And then you learn a little bit more about that and then kind of capitalize on it um, because you're sharing it with other people. I think it's just such a beautiful platform. And that again is why Fireside in these rooms, like I would never have had all these people in these rooms right now if, um, if we weren't talking about the power of storytelling, right? Because all of you that are in here that have joined you sparked an interest. Fireside started this because of the power of storytelling, because of what we can do with our story and and how we can share it. So that is why I'm excited to be here. I'm excited that you guys all have jumped in. Again, I'm going to leave it uh, one more time. If anyone wants to add to this conversation of the power of storytelling, why they love storytelling, why you think storytelling continues in the years to be so powerful, please raise your hand and... um, Again, welcome all the new people, Fallon and Troy. Thank you for coming up, Brian. Uh, Beth, I see you here. Esther, again, this is just uh, James. A wonderful spot. And um, I continue to just encourage you guys to kind of dig deep and think where you are talented, what you have to offer, especially because I know some people are new here and you're like, well, what can I do? What? How can I share it? That's how I came up with YNS Live. Again, when, when I talked about if you're, you know, just jumped in here, I have this partnership with the Thread, uh, NFL Thread, who are the women of the NFL. And it came about because I interviewed Cynthia on your next stop because I interview people that have followed a passion and turned it into a business. And from there, because of that connection, we have now created this amazing sponsorship. We had just, we've just finished the sponsorship deck and the people we're talking to that are so interested in being a part of the live events, but then also being a part of this platform and being able to say, oh my gosh, I've got in on Fireside where they're doing live shows and they're speaking to the women of the NFL who I didn't know anything about that wife. I didn't know that that spouse had her own business and this is what she's doing. And that is why this is so powerful. That's why Fireside is so powerful because it's giving us the platform to be able to not just share that story, but being able to broadcast it live. So I could do an episode with Cynthia, right? And I have my audience and I can grow it and I can grow it. But here with all of you in the audience, it is getting out to so many more people. And so many more people are going to say, wait, I want to know a little bit more about that. And you know what? I have something to share. So I encourage you guys to keep speaking, to keep creating, and to keep, uh, you know, just lighting the world on fire because we all have something to share. You just have to find it. James, I'll let you jump up and then we will, uh, we'll shut this, we'll shut this down. But thank you again, everyone that has joined. Um, you can hear my excitement. That's the other thing that's amazing about this. You can hear that I'm excited. You can hear I'm passionate. If I was just typing, you wouldn't hear how, how much this means to me. So James, uh, jump up. I actually have a question for you. Um, cause I'm pretty new to Fireside. Um, it is. It's a great app and it is a great platform and I enjoy your shows um, immensely, um, especially because obviously the NFL connection. Um, but how how do I become, because I think you have to become a creator in order to create rooms and I think that is probably the next stage for me. Um, so how do we go about that? Yes, I can tell you right now. So if you look in the bot when we're out of this room, you look in the bottom, there's a fire sign. You'll see it like in in the corner of your right, I believe. And it will say, I want to become a creator. You just have to fill that out. And then there's a a bunch of people in the audience that will, uh, I'm sorry, not in the audience, but people that are part of Fireside, they review your application and they get back to you. And that's how you get to that next stage. 
that is awesome because I've heard people are like are able to kind of repurpose the content into the podcast, which is obviously what I do. I do a podcast. So I'd really like to have that kind of live feedback while we're kind of recording. Cause yes. I think like having the claps and the cheers and, you know, people come up and ask questions. I think that's, it's, it makes it a podcast a lot more interactive and a bit more like a call in radio well, show or TV shows. Kind or of just, thing. or even like an auditorium, right? You yeah, feel like yeah, you feel exactly. like you're in, and that's what the whole purpose of fireside is. That's why I like right when it came about and my partnership with the NFL thread was just kind of coming about. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is perfect. Cause we can do live events, right? I can go and do events at the super bowl and at the draft and have it all broadcasted through this app. And so, yes. And then I can repurpose that and put that on my RSS feed. So it's just another part. So like, you know, your next stop is my show, right? That's my, my podcast. And then I have live shows, which are like, if we think, think of me as like CBS, right? Your next stop is CBS. But then I have my Sunday morning show, which is YNS live. Then I have my Saturday show YNS live with NFL thread, and it can keep going from there. And James, I know you have, you know, so many different shows. Then you also get the recording. So I get the recording after this is done. I get the recording. I can see my insights and then I can send that to my editor who puts it together and then puts it on my RSS feed. So it's like, it almost takes it out. Like I've been talking to a lot of new podcasters that have some great ideas and this, this platform is so perfect for them because of all the features, but also because of the functionality in the back end that is so amazing. Yeah, it is really good. And I think, I mean, and just as a side note, you were mentioned going to the Super Bowl. I am going to be going to uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are coming over to play the, the Miami Dolphins in London. Fun. I am in talks with the Jacksonville Jaguars who are um, – potentially going to give me some media passes so that we can actually be in London at the game and kind of cover the game live. Um, And so something like Fireside would be awesome for that. Yes, totally, totally, a hundred percent. If you have any more questions, you can also reach out to me behind, you know, behind the scenes. But that is how you become a creator. You have to fill that out. And um, you know, thank you for your nice words and always supporting um, my shows. So, guys, thank you so much for being here for YNS Live, the tidbit of storytelling. I appreciate you guys all in the audience for coming. Everyone that spoke, Greg and Troy and Lou, I appreciate you guys. And until next time, we'll see you soon. I'm going to bring up the weight bot which is the other thing I love because they add the little music that you can have and kind of bring your show out. So again, guys, have an awesome one. And um, it's a little slow exit of YNS Live.